you need tonight A little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and caramel kirk Check them out as they go to work Congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a can of whoop ass And blast, blast, blast to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Yeah, and uh, today we have a cool guest on. Um, I met her on Catalina Island, and this is Haley, everybody. What's up, everyone? Hello. <laughs> I, was really, I was really sitting here, like, dancing to the theme. <laughs> My cat's looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's funny. I love that tune. It's my, it's my it's favorite so thing. Good. It's my favorite thing that has come out of us doing this podcast. Is I is... think that you guys should produce like a whole album. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a bunch of Angelo Moore cameos, <laughs> <laughs> but like have him narrating things that you're doing throughout the day. Uh huh. Like Carmen just got eggs in her phone. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> gravy with Carmen and Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, how was your Thanksgiving, Haley? Um, it was good. Got to see my sister and the kiddos, so that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> my nephew is on this like interesting kick where he just says all the cuss words in the world because like he now knows them. <laughs> how old is he? So, uh, damn, I think he's like ten now, nine or ten. Yeah, that's about I really the, don't know how old that's about the right kids age. Are. Yeah, you hear those so, words and you like know that you're not supposed to say them and it's just the you want to you know it, it was really funny he I, I picked something up and I was like Nathan who's is this and he's like some bitch ass hoes and I was like who told you <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> I know I was like you can't say stuff like that and he's like why not and I'm like do you even know what a hoe is and he was like no I'm like okay then <laughs> stop it's hard to it's hard to explain that to kids i remember when we first learned how to cuss um i was probably about six my sister was four and my grandma used to be a foster care mother so she had different foster kids and we learned it from the older foster kids and uh me and my sister were just sitting in a room one day calling each other bitches. We don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> and my mom comes in and she's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> right, right. Like, he just comes out the gate with some really random stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know if I should tell you not to say those things because I say those things. Yeah, that's just absolutely like right. You. Do as I say. Don't do as I do. Well, that's the thing. I don't really, I don't cuss in front of them. Um, their dad is, like, very religious. So when they're by themselves is when, like, you know, normal kid habits come out and they do it in front of me because they know that, like, I'm not going to tell on them. <laughs> so what am I going to do? You're so there. they find my, they find my shock space. to be hilarious. I am their, I am their safe <laughs> space. <laughs> that's, it's, it's one that's of those hilarious. things where you see it. It's like you don't know if you should call the police or not. It's just like I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. You whoop that ass, Haley. Here. That's what happens. You you get your little ass whooped, and then you learn not to do it again. That's that's the thing. Like some kids, some kids are sensitive, and you don't have to whoop their ass to show them right from wrong. But some kids, they need their ass whooped, and that's what got to happen. This is very true. This is very true. And that's my thing. Is like. I'm I'm very I'm the type of person that I wouldn't want someone even my own siblings whooping my kids like you don't need to touch my kids so in my mind I'm like oh I don't know if I could do that because like I would be mad if they whooped my kids no so, I, don't, I don't think that I just kind of I, I kind of just let them act like baby's kids <laughs> they don't no, often get to I don't so. think I would have an issue with my sister whooping my kid if, if we had a kid um he not gonna he or she not gonna get their ass whooped if they're not doing something wrong. So if mom right. like my mom is quick with it too. My mom will tell you like 
Um, I whoop kids, so if you don't want your kids ass whooped, you better fucking make sure they behave when they come over here. It's pretty you simple. Find somebody else, <laughs> or find somebody else to watch them because I whoop kids. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I try and be the cool aunt. So for me, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I don't think that we should be doing this, but you know, you guys live a very restricted life, so. If this is the only time that you could cuss somebody out, by all means, cuss me out. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. When you have uh, kids that live a, re- a restrictive life, they end up doing that shit later on anyway. I mean, I grew up sheltered from a lot of things. And then once I got to high school around other kids, my fucking life exploded because of all these new experiences at the same time. And I had no clue what any of it was. I didn't know what gay was because no one talked about it. So I didn't, right. I didn't know the difference between race or like by 14, obviously I did, but it was just little things that my parents just kept from us or they just didn't talk about it. And once you get to high school, you're going to learn that shit, all of it. Exactly. Exactly. So for me, I'm like, I've always been that type of person where I like, especially with like my teenage cousins and stuff like that. I would rather you be safe drinking at my house, you know, knowing that you're not going to get in any trouble because you're in my living room. And the moment you start acting wild, like I'm going to shut it down versus you feeling safer with strangers or, you know, your other teenage friends who ain't got no sense and actually getting in trouble. Yeah. Well, the only thing you need to know is, um, 10 year olds can only have one shot of liquor. If you give them more oh, than that, know. it fucks them up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> It'll stunt their growth. Yeah. I'm talking like 15, 16, 17. Like, like 15, 15 is shit. so much better than 10. <laughs> Girl, I was, I was huffing and puffing at 15. I bet I was rolling. I was rolling some blunts. I was smoking it up. I definitely was, too. I mean, like I said, I gave my little brother a shot. We gave my little brother liquor when he was, like, 10 years old. And I only gave, I think I only gave him one shot. But I think I went outside to smoke some weed, and my sister gave him another shot. And I was only outside for, like, maybe 15 minutes. And I came back inside, and he was fucking blackout. And now I have this (laughs) blacked-out 10-year-old running around the house fighting people, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. If my dad wake up right now, that's it. That's the end of me if my dad wake up right now. See, see, that's too much. That's too much. My parents are both um, also very Christian, so we didn't grow up around alcohol. So that would have never been a situation that we had, but we definitely, um, when we had opportunities, we took them in full force. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was like, we don't know when the next time this opportunity is going to present itself. So we got to get fucked up now. (laughs) I think that's true for kids who uh, start working at a young age. Like you can get a work permit at 14 and nine months in Detroit. And I know some places are like 15, you can get a work permit. So if you're able to work, typically you're going to work jobs where you're around adults. And those adults are yeah. going to influence you, especially if you're the cool kid. Like, you're going to be in a mix with everybody. Now you're exposed to a bunch of adult shit that your parents would have kept from you otherwise. But school is one where you're exposed to a lot. But working, you're definitely exposed to a bunch of adult things because typically you work with all older people. Even at the pizza right. shop, I worked with... um what, 25, 30-year-olds? I didn't know it at the time, but I was... Now I'm like, damn, they was bums. They was 25, yeah, I mean, 30. I mean, even when I, worked, even when I worked on the island, like, I wasn't even 21 yet. I was the youngest person working for CME. So it was like... It was, a, it was a situation for me where, like, I'm way too young. Like, I'm younger than everybody else, but also, like, gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> Hell yeah, forget so, it. You was already yeah, you was already up. rolling blunts at fifteen, anyways. You was already <laughs> exactly. you had already got off the porch. So yeah, exactly. So I mean, here we are. <laughs> we made it. Kirk, how old were you when you had your first sip of alcohol? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> I was uh, maybe seventeen. Damn, you was a late bloomer. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> no, because I was I was always engaged in like sports and stuff. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 
He was a straight edge kid. Yeah, it wasn't until I like went to was was going to college that I engaged into that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a good boy. I didn't start no trouble. I wouldn't say that. I had no troubles. I was a, I was a good 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 kid. <laughs> golden got child. No troubles. <laughs> the golden child. He's the only child. Yeah. That don't count. <laughs> well, you throw, uh, yeah, well, you throw a kid in the mix. One. Throw a kid in the mix with siblings, and then you know who the good child is. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. That's how you know. Because <laughs> well, let me tell you, including myself, there are seven children in my family. And Damn. the the, the, the whole starting. <laughs> We were our own team every time. It kind of sucked when we would like participate in like group activities and stuff because it was like, okay, the Rambles, like, I don't want to these motherfuckers. I'm always playing on their team. Like, <laughs> there ain't nobody else that I could play with. Like, I would be on this team again. Well, you a Randall. You can't be on a Jones team. <laughs> I know. Well, there wasn't enough Joneses. That's the thing. We were the only. We were the only ones that were a complete team. <laughs> So it's like we all, we were always forced to be on the same team. Yeah, y'all had a starting five and two bench players. Yep, I was one of the bench players, which is why I hated being on the Randall team. <laughs> Damn, Haley, girl, video games. Forget it. It was never my turn. <laughs> so sorry, Kirk. You weren't the golden child. You were the only child. Yeah, you didn't the have only child. It sounds about the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you were just kind of handed a silver platter. Mm-hmm. Like here you go. Here's yeah. all the luxury of being alone. Yeah, he get all the fucking cookies. He ain't got to share cookies. He don't got to share his bag of chips. He don't got to share. He ain't got to share his nothing. birthday. He ain't got to share Christmas. He ain't got to share nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, per- it's perks to uh, having siblings, and I think it's perks to being the only child as well. Definitely. We we were watching uh, Naked and Afraid the other day, and uh, there's this it, it's this Naked and Afraid XL. Mm-hmm. So there's like twelve people all together, and it's different than the regular show because typically the the normal show is just a man and a woman, and they're out in the woods and they try to survive. Well, this one is a group of like twelve people, and there is one girl on the show, and she was having a disagreement with a couple people, and she was like, "I'm an only child, and I just can't deal with this group dynamic." And that, to an extent, is true. Like that's something that I can identify with because. Uh, you know, dealing around people, being around people like all the time, I could not do that. There's no way. But if, you know, Carmen's got, you know, brothers and sisters also. And, you know, like you guys know how to be around people always. Right. Yeah. But like I need I need that time alone. I got to have have that me time. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to sleep if it's quiet because I'm used to always being noise when you fall asleep. So. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I like I will have the t- I can't sleep without the TV on, even if it's like just low. You know what I mean? Like there's always got to be some sort of somebody saying something in the house. <laughs> Otherwise, like I can't get comfortable enough to go to sleep. Yeah, that, I mean, now I'll, I'll just put on my headphones and listen to a podcast to fall asleep or something like that. So the, the whole podcasting is pretty neat because it's something I can just listen to, fall asleep and. Some right. pretty good it's ones not like, there. and it's not like loud enough to where like the TV where you're kind of getting distracted and caught up. It's just people chatting it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ooh. Well, this year, um, me and I cooked Thanksgiving dinner, and Kirk had a, I'd say a simple black Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, simple. mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese, greens, dressing. I did um, a couple whole chickens and candy yams and all that stuff. How was it? How was how was Black Thanksgiving? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was. I mean, he didn't get everything. Like, if he was at 
um, my family's house during Thanksgiving. Like it's a hundred different pies, pecan pie, and sweet potato pie, and banana pudding, and peach cobbler. All the aunties gonna be fighting over whose mac and cheese is better. So you gotta try like six of them. Yep. You get six different kinds of mac and cheese, and you're gonna get different stuffings. Like some of my aunties, their stuffings are green, some is brown. (laughs) What? Green stuffing? Yeah, my auntie put it, too much sage in hers. Oh wow! <laughs> so it, it, it's it's a big deal in Black Thanksgiving that the aunt it's it's the time of year that the aunties can flex on everybody. Yep, which they do. <laughs> oh, they do it. They flex very hard, and you're also pressured because Thanksgiving is the year that determines like who is the superior auntie. You know what I mean? Yeah, who's the superior sister? <clears throat> And also, it's going to determine who's going to whoop your ass at the end of the day. Not for any good reason, but because you didn't think they mac and cheese and stuff it was better. So it's a, it's a very intense time of year. Yeah, it definitely like, can be. It's like judging a, a professional food competition. Yeah, my um, in my family, the dynamic is a little different because I have a I have an auntie that. Well, she can't cook anything. I think she brought duck one time to Thanksgiving, and she like cooked the whole duck like fully cooked, and you don't cook duck that way. But she did. She thought it was a chicken, and it was a duck, and then she brought it to Thanksgiving, and no one ate it. So typically, yeah, her she she's not really allowed to bring anything for Thanksgiving. She only can fry chicken and make box mac and cheese. Really? Oh, see, you can't make it out the box. Yeah, but my my cousins, they ate box mac and cheese and chicken almost every fucking day. Of, <laughs> like, that's oh. all she could cook. She, I think she did. If you went to her house and, like, you like, let me go in the refrigerator. It's like, damn, girl, you don't even want to go. You don't even ask. She's like, finally, there ain't go even in anything there. in the refrigerator. <laughs> what, some Lunchables? <laughs> Leftover chicken and box mac and cheese. Like, girl, why you put this shit in the refrigerator? Mm, what is this? <laughs> you can't reheat it. <laughs> You can't. You cannot. Kraft mac and cheese is good for a solid five minutes after eating yeah. or after cooking. You got to eat it within five minutes of it being done. Or that shit Otherwise, just turn into one piece. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ah. nasty. Yeah, but she, I mean, that's that's how her family survived. She doesn't know how to cook. So she typically, she comes to Thanksgiving and she just brings her whole family. And we're okay with that because no one wants to mm-hmm. eat what she brings. So just don't waste your time anymore. Just leave that shit at home <laughs> I, I guess for me i've always had it in my mind like because my mom can't cook she can't she can pretend that she does all the time she cooks like a like a typical white lady you know it's just not like not that all white women can't cook let's not generalize every but, every white woman ain't martha stewart though either every exactly every every white woman is not martha stewart um and so for me, I'm like, don't, I'm one of those people where in my mind, just don't have kids if you can't cook. Because <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you going to feed them? Top ramen? Yeah. That's what the fuck I was eating, cereal and top ramen. <laughs> we can't be doing that. That was one of my biggest, my mom was one of my biggest inspirations to go into the culinary field. People are like, oh my gosh, really? And I'm like, yeah, because the bitch can't cook. Yeah, I grew up with a, I grew up with a girl and you used to be like, we used to always like to ask her, like, what did you have for lunch today? She's like, ramen noodles. Like, what'd you have for dinner? She's like, ramen noodles. She's like, wait till the next day. Next day, ramen noodles. Damn, bitch, did you at least get the beef instead of chicken? You switch up the flavors? <laughs> what the fuck? They, ha- they used to have, I don't know why they discontinued it, but they used to have like this teriyaki one that was really good. Oh, man. When I moved out of the folks' home, I I was on a basically a diet of ramen and they had this this chili ramen. It was in a green it was in a green package, chili ramen. Ooh. They still they still sell chili oh, ramen. Man, still, okay. Best. Have do you have you had dry top ramen? Just eating like the... you just crush it up in the bag and then you <laughs> shake up the the seasoning in it? No, that's so crazy. good. 
delicious. A buddy of mine, he's a general contractor, and he said that he was working with a guy, and what he would do is he would eat the dry ramen and then drink two cups of water, so it would like cook inside his stomach. Ew! <laughs> so, so, so that way he felt full, you know? No! But, you know, it's just on a job site. Like, if he, like, didn't have anything for lunch, he'd just go to the store, go to, go to like, a gas station or something, pick up a package of of ramen and then, you know, eat it dry and then drink some water. And he was good to go for the rest of the day. Yeah, but oh, no, if you, you go it, to the store, there's like other carrots. things. <laughs> but that's what he wanted. Right. 7-Eleven will put hot water in your cup of noodle. Like, <laughs> you don't even got to do that. I don't know where the fuck he was living, but <laughs> there were better solutions. That is like that is like some living under the bridge type shit. You really think so? Yeah, that's Haley's crazy. telling me that she's eating dry ramen also. <laughs> no, but I eat it like chips. <laughs> How's it different? I don't understand. Because he's drinking water here, with I'm it. Not, I'm not drinking water and then like shaking it up in my stomach. <laughs> he's like jumping up down, and down to get let it me to bounce up and down real quick to get yeah. these noodles moisturized. <laughs> and then you take a shit and noodles still come out. Yeah. <laughs> All the dried veggies and shit. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> see, yeah I, I see i wasn't doing all that i was just crunching on it yeah that i mean that's savage too though Haley. you could just go buy chips i grew up broke <laughs> damn girl go fucking sweep somebody's sidewalk go sweep somebody curb wreck <laughs> their goddamn leaves or something my parents was not trying to give us any money and you know what's funny my dad used to tax us like when we my dad's a cold man <laughs> whenever we would earn money he would tax us and we'd be like this is my money and he goes yeah and those are my shoes and my clothes and my couch and my house <laughs> give me five dollars <laughs> whatever money we would get yeah you had the me and my sister like i was the creative one growing up and i used to my sister she stuck with me because the boys would go out to shovel snow and they come back with twenty dollars me and my sister go out come back with 200 and they're like they let them do it because they're girls and i'm like no you motherfuckers are stupid that's why you didn't make no money you go to the old ladies you go to the corner houses you charge more for the, going to you, the wrong house y'all don't know what y'all doing that's the problem i'm like we out here in these streets making this money and then me and my sister we used to we uh would take we get a few dollars and then we go to the store and we get the little chiclet gum they would sell i think for like three bucks or something you could get a whole pack of like a hundred little tiny packs of chiclet gum it came like four pieces in a yeah, pack it was like four it was like a little brick of it yeah and we would go around to different houses and say we're selling this gum for our church and people would just give us donations and all this fucking shit. We had, like, a sign and everything. Like, we're selling gum for our church. And then people would give us all this money. We'd come on with $100 after $3. I'm like, girl, we out here. <laughs> y'all y'all was doing too much. We actually had to we, we had to do fundraisers and shit, like, uh, for, like, going to youth camp and stuff for our church. And so we was hustling doors. We really were. We yeah. were but you get a little you get a little right. donation, you keep that donation, you buy some gum with it, and then you go back through and you sell that and then you make the money off of it. You get the donation for the church and you get your piece. Exactly. See, we figured out the formula when raising money for camp and stuff like that. At the end of the day, if you don't raise enough money, your parents aren't gonna just not send you to camp because you didn't raise all the money. They don't cover the rest of the bill. So <laughs> when you sell in this chocolate, you keep a percentage for yourself. So that way, when you get to camp, you have spending money because your parents are going to cover the rest of it. Yeah. So <laughs> they're not going to sit there and count the money from the chocolates. Nobody's counting that money. Yeah, you got to You just give it to the youth leader and they count all the money and put how much you got on your bill. <laughs> Yeah, you literally, you sit there, you draw a map. Okay, I want to get ice cream from the ice cream truck. I'm at point A. How do I get to the end? How do I get to that fucking ice cream cone from the ice cream truck? And then you figure it yep. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just got to keep working with it. Yeah. You know how many people, houses we went up to, like, can we sweep your curb? You know how fucking ridiculous that is? And the old ladies would be like, yeah. 
I think it's funny too because like old people like to be like your generation they're so lazy they never you know they never we had jobs when we were kids and blah 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 it's like I'm out here mowing your whole entire lawn for two dollars what do you mean lazy back in your day you were able to rip people off that's why it's not the kids are lazy they just not go mow your lawn for two dollars you better actually pay these kids yeah, that's that's true. You go to houses, be like, man, be like, all right, ten dollars to do this whole yard. Um, and then you got to think about it. You're like, I really want the fucking ten dollars, but this is a lot of fucking yard. It's fucking this mm-hmm. bitch hustling me right now. She's <laughs> got too many trees in there. You got to go around. Right. Sometimes they got bamboo. Sometimes they got fruit trees. Like yeah. doing way too much. That's why the market went down. It's not that kids are lazy. It's that. <laughs> Yep. They're already going to deal with being paid minimum wage when they grow up. <laughs> they ain't trying to deal with that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on the situation you're in. If you get, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, but if, if it's right. not a necessity, fuck that. Oh, hell yeah. If I was broke right now and somebody was going to have me mow their lawn for like 30 bucks, fuck yeah, give me that 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, but if you was broke right now and it's going to have you mow their lawn for 10, would you still do it? Mm. Depends on no. how bad you want that. <laughs> Depends on how bad you're trying to get some weed or whatever. Like, fuck it. <laughs> See, I have never been that desperate to get some weed. <laughs> yeah, that's me either. never that desperate. I'm the type of person where I would just go without rather than put myself in that position. Sorry, I'm like snacking right now. <laughs> I'm snacking and smoking at the same time. Yeah, you're multitasking. Multitasking. I am a professional multitasker. So, Kirk, <laughs> what? you have anything cool going on with you? You are off for four days. Oh man, I can't deal with it. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm, I've, oh boy, I've, uh, you know, I was working at a hotel, and you know, we were down to like a basically a skeleton crew with everything going on, and so I was never getting in like any days off, and. Uh, and now I have these four days off because I had Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know what to do. I can't stand it. <laughs> you you, you got to sit down and watch a movie or something. Breaking yeah. into Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, That'll Breaking into Electric some time. Boogaloo. Yeah, that's about an hour and hour and a half right there. Just fucking you watch it twice? Do something. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the Real Housewives of Potomac. That shit's good. Yeah, you could watch the Real Housewives. I could watch the Real Housewives. Yeah, I Haley, we went to, uh, we went uh, on just like a little like a little like vacation not too long ago. It was like one day off, and we went up north, uh, up northern Maine, just a little bit, and uh, booked the booked the hotel room. Crashed out, and we watched the entire like three part reunion of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, and <laughs> I've never watched it. And I was just engrossed on these women arguing with each other. It was uh, it's fucking yeah. hilarious. It's great. Yeah, but the I don't. First one I've ever watched is Potomac, and I'm like, wow, like these people are really living these rich and fabulous lives and mm-hmm. having these issues. See, you behind, Haley, because you, the rich, the Real Housewives of Orange County, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta, New York, and then Potomac is one of the last ones, but the other ones are way, the other ones are better than the Potomac one. The Potomac one is just fresher, and I don't know, well, no, the one, the Potomac one is interesting because... Ashley Darby husband is wild, man. That man is wild. Like that he keeps getting wild. in trouble because he keeps touching men. He keeps like like the producer. He, keeps, he slaps just, the producer's well, I mean, butt. <laughs> like, I mean, keeps, Ashley out here invading people's space too. So it's like it's it's a it's definitely a a weird thing in their marriage where they just like invade people's personal space yeah they they're fucking weirdos like the it's it's uh audio of him slapping a one of the producers butts and it was like dude don't touch my butt like what are you doing he's like oh what's the like sorry dude just (laughs) we don't got no excuse like they're like her husband is touching men (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm sorry, bro. Your butt just looked really Your juicy. Butt. I had to slap it. <laughs> like, what? That's like that Cuba Gooden Jr. shit. <laughs> you remember seeing that video? Cuba Gooden Jr. slapped that girl's butt, and she turned around and was like, 
do not fucking touch my ass. And then he said, I only did this. And he did it again. He's like, I only did this. It's not that big of a deal. It's like, no, you can't just walk around. Yeah, so we canceling Cubigan Jr. Canceled. He fucking ugly anyway. He's not even that good of an actor. And he ugly. That was easy. (laughs) Canceled. Canceled. (laughs) Over his fucking ugly ass. Like, once he did radio, that was the end of his career. Because I couldn't even look at him the same no more. I don't think anybody could. <laughs> you played that retard too good. Now I think you retarded. I don't. I fucking hate Cuba Gooding Jr. My God, I can't even think of a movie that I can't even think of any of his movies now that I'm trying to. He's just not that relevant. So there you go, cancel culture. Sacrificed another one for you. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of Cuba. Sorry, sorry. Over. He's not better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I know Sorry, he's not he's even not a good relevant. one to cancel. No, he already canceled. Nobody give a fuck it's about him. It's a waste him. of a cancel because nobody cares about him anyway. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a waste. It's like, man, do we really want to use this cancel on him? We can't this find somebody else. One for twenty twenty, guys. <laughs> well, there, nobody um, has nobody else done anything fucked up this year before we waste this one. Again, me and Kirk just watched uh, Fat Man. What is that? Oh man, Fat Man. It's uh it was it's a movie. Uh Mel Gibson play Mel Gibson. He plays uh he plays Mel Gibson played Mel Gibson? No, he played Santa <laughs> Claus. Right? And uh Oh, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus, but he gives this rich kid uh, a lump of coal for Christmas and so the kid hires a hitman to go go to Santa and kill, kill, kill and to kill Santa to kill Santa Claus, Claus. Yeah. yeah and it's so like serious like the the premise is just ridiculous like it's it's <laughs> crazy but the then yeah there's this violent like shootout at the end of the movie and there's like elves and Santa's not making toys because kids don't believe in Santa anymore so he like he starts making like weapons for the US government it's a crazy movie but <laughs> Yeah, it's called Fat Man. That's probably it's the first uh, holiday movie we saw this year. And it's Mel oh, Gibson yeah. is back after he got his ass got canceled. Mm. I don't know how he came back. I love Mel he Gibson made, though. He made uh, he made Passion of the Christ, and I feel like everyone was like, "All right, bud." No, he did <laughs> Passion of the here. Christ, but that was before he made those comments that he made. That's true. He got That's canceled true. after he made those anti-Jew comments. Anti-Semitic is uh... anti. Yeah, but whatever. Just fucking talking about the Jews, and you can't say things about the Jews. Everyone knows that. Uh huh. Here's the funny thing. There's, and as a Jewish person, I feel confident to say this. There is really nothing special about being Jewish. The <laughs> issue is that everybody else. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Everybody else thinks that Jewish people think that we're special. We don't. <laughs> For some reason, everybody else thinks so. And that's why people have issues with Jewish people. Because re- in reality, we don't, we're not doing anything. <laughs> we really don't care what the fuck everyone else is doing, like in their in their mosque, in their temples. Like, and we don't, we don't none of that matters. Jewish people hang out with other Jewish people. <laughs> and I think um... Everybody else gets it in their brain that, like, Jewish people are, like, this secret society. <laughs> yeah, people do think that. People think Jewish people are rich. And what is the, um, what is the little fucking thing that, so the guys wear the little tiny hat on top of their hair, right? The yarmulke. The yarmulke. What do the girls wear? Um, it depends on, like, how Jewish you are, I guess would be the best way to put it. Because there's, like, Orthodox Jews, and they wear, like, very traditional, um, right. like, clothing. Yeah. And, like, they're the ones with, like, the braids and the curls. Yeah, they look fucking crazy. <clears throat> yes. Um, so it really just depends. If you're just, like, regular Jewish, if that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, like, the first tier of Jewish, you know, you're not like the the twenty five dollars a month, you like the the ninety nine or the dollar a month subscription to being Jewish. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just the yarmulke. <laughs> Whereas if you do it like a twenty five ninety nine a month, that's the the Orthodox Jews, you know. I'm just 
Yeah, I don't know. I've always been kind of confused <laughs> about the whole yarmulke thing. Like, why is it so small? Why did why they couldn't make it bigger? So the the purpose the purpose of the yarmulke is it's it, it's um, traditionally you Jewish people initially just wore hats. Like Jewish people always wore head coverings, um, and the reason being is a constant reminder. Um, it's a constant reminder of humility. Like, just remember that there's always something above you. Even if you're at the top, there's a hat on your head, like, or something, you know, there's a tree above you. There's something, like, something's always going to be, um, something's always going to be over you. And so, like, don't get too, like, don't get too prideful. Don't get too cocky. Um, and then the yarmulke is its own, like, symbol. Um, it's, it's basically, it's supposed to represent God. and god directly like when you come in contact with god it's god's voice in your mind and your heart and so it's supposed to be like a it's supposed to be a symbol of just like direct contact with god you know what i mean yeah she got a bobby pin in it yeah the, some yeah. of them have a clip yeah, <laughs> yeah well, how the fuck that bitch stand on it <laughs> that does not sit on their head they super glue it on when they're born <laughs> <laughs> like what's in that thing like, I gotta fucking check like, it baby out. comes out they're like oh it's a boy smack that yamaka on there right there <laughs> See, I mean, I would have to have some sort of adhesive if I was, you know, because, you know, there's not too much up there anymore. I don't, wouldn't have anything to clip it onto. Pin slipping out. Yeah. What, what the fuck do bald people do? I don't know. Velcro? What? No, you can't Velcro on top of bald on skin. Jewish people don't really aren't don't really have issues with balding. If you notice, they all pretty have pretty full heads of hair. Dude, I don't, I don't know ever, what. I don't think I've ever met a bald Jewish man. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I've ever seen one either. But I don't fucking know what's going on with this whole Jewish thing. I just I don't want to get into it. We're we're interesting people. Yeah, there, a lot of the a lot of the stereotypes are true. We just. Um, we only admit them behind closed doors. <laughs> um, being being a penny pincher is definitely a Jewish thing. I don't care what anybody says. Jewish people know that they are cheap. We are cheap ass people. I actually Fred pulled this stunt on me once because he thought it was totally hilarious. And I told my grandma, and she told me it was the most Jewish thing I've ever she's ever heard of. He's super glued. When we were living at Cherry, he super glued these quarters to our picnic table. <laughs> and we we're sitting outside smoking and just chatting it up. And I sat there, Carmen, for 20 minutes. <laughs> Trying try to get these quarters up off the table. Oh, my God. Like, hey, it's a quarter. It's a quarter. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> I should not value. It's a quarter. <laughs> I told my grandma, and she was like, yeah, I spent 20 minutes trying to get a quarter out of a planter once. <laughs> like, okay, so it is a Jewish problem. Damn, y'all go to the y'all go to the fucking wishing well, and y'all be having a hard time walking past that oh, bitch. Oh, man. Go ahead, and let, go ahead and hand me a net, tell me to get in that wishing well. I'll get every single coin out of that bitch. It's probably like $200 in there. Yeah, What? okay, what are those for That's anyway? Funny. Is that like donations for the fucking mall? I don't fucking know. What is the wishing well for? Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. getting that money? Typically, yeah, they donate it to people. Yeah, specifically at Disneyland, what they do because there's wishing wells all over the place. Um, at Disneyland, what they do is they take all that money and they just put it into <clears throat> like Disney, like Disney programs. So not like putting it into like, oh, we're building a new ride at Disneyland with all this change, <laughs> but like Disney programs, like Disney Youth programs and stuff like that. Like to like when kids can go to Disneyland for free and all that. Yeah, they yeah, clear that out all sense. those fountains. Yeah, and that's where that money goes. That's a that's a good idea. Yeah, that's I, pretty cool. I saw something about a a casino in Vegas. That's I can't remember which one. It, it's got the whole like, um, whole like water show in the in the front, and they actually have like a whole system dedicated to getting the coins out of out of the fountain, and they. They donate that money also, so yeah. That's Who knows? Dumb. That's pretty I cool. should put a I should put a wishing well in front of my house just yeah. to see just how to much see. money yeah. I get. 
You never know. Just put going to a good cause. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna ask what cause. The starving, the starving adult program. Yeah. I remember my little brother being younger and reaching his hand into one of the wells and like getting quarters out and my dad was like stop that shit <laughs> think my dad slapped the shit out of him like don't fucking do that but he didn't know and he, he didn't know he just saw money in there mm-hmm. <laughs> he just tried to get it my dad was like stop don't fucking do that he was right. so embarrassed <laughs> that that happened with my siblings my little sister like she was little too and she just like grabbed all these pennies my dad was like you can't take those and my mom was like robert it's a penny and my sister was like mom you're so jewish <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to convince my dad to let Hannah keep the pennies. In reality, she was probably going to take those pennies and put it in, you know, in some sort of like money stash. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't see why not. It's a freaking penny. And it's not that big of a deal. I always, as being being a child, I always liked the uh, the collections, the coin collectors that were like, if you like at the mall, you would like drop it down the thing and it would spin around and it would go. Oh, those are cool. Or then like, if you go to Taco Bell, they used to have this little game and you would put your coin in there and you like try to slide it down to like the bottom, like lift and, and you'd just be like, and you like want a taco. Yeah. You would like get a, like if you like caught like a penny, you would get like a taco, a quarter was like a bean burrito. Oh man. So good. Never won anything, but it was cool. And they got I've the... won cinnamon twists. Oh, the cinnamon twist. Yeah, those were yep. good. Ooh, I didn't like them. You don't like cinnamon twists? No, they're like sweet. Yeah, they're for kids though. Like kids yeah. like shit like that. Well, <laughs> well, I like them too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for kids Damn. though, kids kids love shit like right. that though. That's a perfect thing for a, a child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I like them too. I think they're great, but um. I don't know. I think my favorite my favorite thing at Taco Bell was the smothered burrito. And then they took that mm. off the list because apparently that was just on for a certain amount of time. And now they just took off the Mexican pizza, which I'm really not happy about. I've never had it. Never had a Mexican pizza oh from Taco Bell? Oh, my fucking God. Really? I, almost, I almost try it every time. And then I'm like, you know what? The chalupa is tried and true. Chalupas are good. I love that. Go to the chalupa. Flaky, that flaky little. They have this like aged cheddar crust now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness. I got it. I ordered Postmates and I pulled my chalupa out and I'm like, what is this? And I'm like reading the little package and it was like, new new aged cheddar crust on the chalupa. And I was like, what in the world? I gotta get get to try it. You I gotta, gotta get try there. it. You fucked up, Haley. Now Kirk gotta get to that I gotta damn get to Taco, Taco Bell right now. And you know uh, what? It, it needs to happen. It, it will change your life. Yeah, I'll probably I'll be like, man, this chalupa is so good. And then I'll have to drive to all three of the Taco Bells because I don't want to see me. I don't want them to see me. You know, twice in the same day. <laughs> it is. It, it it takes a seat up with that 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 Carolina tang. Oh, with the little little Carolina. Mm-hmm. That sweet Carolina tang, tangy gold. Yeah. Oh man, favorite favorite barbecue sauce in my it's life. So, good. so uh, have you had this Carolina? I know what the fuck it you is. You know what it I is? I just don't understand why y'all so hype about it. Like, chill the fuck <laughs> out, dude. That little Carolina tang. Oh man, I loved it because I had never had anything like it. So we're on this. <laughs> we're on this secluded island. All by ourselves, we get the same Cisco food every week, and then all of a sudden, this barbecue sauce shows up, this Carolina tangy gold, and it doesn't taste like anything I've tasted before. I put it on everything. I've never eaten it before in my life either. Yeah. And it just, it it changed my life, Carmen. It did. It did. It was an entire, (laughs) Kirk, Kirk created an entire culture dedicated to the tang to the tang yeah yeah i never saw it before i was on an island either because <laughs> people here's the thing people weren't down for the tang yeah people weren't down for the tang and kirk would be like you got to put the tang on there you got to give it some get, tang. get a little bit put of tang. tang you can't put that shit on everything <laughs> yeah you can put it you on can. everything you can some you shit can. need ranch man yeah. some shit that you need ranch for the tang and the pepper plant two things that will forever yeah. Like whenever I can find pepper plant, I buy pepper, all of it. Pepper plant's a hot sauce and it's just oh man, it's so good. Kind of a little bit too salty, but it's all right, you know. 
it's if you under season your breakfast potatoes, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like just don't put a, don't put a lot of salt on the potatoes initially because you know potatoes we get carried away. We throw that Lowry seasoning salt on there, make them taste delicious. So like lighten up on the salts on on the salts on, on the, the salts <laughs> on the salts and add that that pepper plant on there. Game changer. The world will never be the same. What's your favorite food, Haley? Chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. I fucking love chicken pot pie. <laughs> really? That's, That's your favorite? favorite? Like, <laughs> it's homemade. I love I love a good homemade crust. Bro, you like on some good, bullshit. Like, you on some bullshit. You think I'm kidding? You oh, think I'm joking? You putting the hot I'm sauce fucking... on the fucking? You putting hot sauce on the pot pie? You making the pot pie better? Like what? Not just any hot sauce. Very specifically, the pepper plant. The pepper plant, Carmen. On fucking. Pepper on plant. fucking chicken pot pie. On the chicken pot pie. Yes, I can see it. I'm telling you. I see you. it. I'm envisioning yes. it. I see it, and I like Kurt, it. Kirk, I've never steered you wrong. Kirk don't even like chicken pot pie. (laughs) You gotta try. Kirk don't like chicken pot pie, so he's boosting right now. (laughs) Carmen, Carmen, don't turn your back on it. Don't turn your back on uh, it. No, Haley, I just went to the store a few days ago and bought a chicken pot pie. And I heated it up, and I was like, damn, you don't get enough. No, you don't. You gotta throw some hot sauce on there, and... True Nirvana will be achieved. <laughs> you gotta fill that void with that sauce. That sauce, the pepper plant, and the Carolina tang. Kirk, what is your favorite food? My favorite food? I don't know. Uh, you would say burrito. You'd say, but you can't really say that a burrito. I like the delivery. Uh, the delivery. The tortilla delivery of food through a a burrito format. You know, but I, you can really put anything in it. Like I told Carmen the other day, I was, well, she was like, she said, I'm, okay, we've got all this Thanksgiving food. Carmen said, you got to eat this Thanksgiving food. And I said, I'm going to make a burrito. And she said, no, Ooh. you got to eat this Thanksgiving food. And I said, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to put all that stuff inside a burrito. That's fucking could you ridiculous. Imagine, <laughs> could you imagine the No, the, and, the then the you, and then instead of, with, instead of hot sauce, you put the, the cranberry sauce on there. Sure, you could do that. But could you imagine you put the poultry in there, the stuffing, some mac and cheese, wrap it in a tortilla. You're good to go. Yeah, I mean, it's the all the elements of thanksgiving it's got everything you need see this is this is the concept i think that we can actually make some good money on not not this thanksgiving burrito but but for breakfast biscuits and gravy burritos amazing right i think that the biscuits and gravy might not work no, in it'll work. <laughs> it'll Kirk, work. you can't just like put you... anything in there. You just want to put everything in a tortilla. No, because because that would be like that would be like adding an extra slice of bread to a sandwich. Right? Yeah. You go you light on. I mean? You go light on the biscuit, though. You go light on the biscuit. Heavy on the egg. Heavy on the sausage. You know, so- with the gravy, just a little bit of a little bit of biscuit in there to give it some give when you bite into it. That's all you need. Not too much. Just enough. So like biscuit bits then? Yeah, biscuit bits. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. You what you would have to do? What you'd have to do is you'd have to bake them as like small like pellets or something, so that way they <laughs> all had like that biscuit like crunch, you know, just in a little pellet form, and they stayed stayed firm enough in the burrito. But you got to eat it immediately. Or just go get a KFC, some KFC biscuits. No, oh, that's great. Yeah, KFC biscuits are pretty good. They are pretty good. They got some bomb ass biscuits. Nah. They're not better than I don't know. They competing with Popeyes. No, though. no way. Popeyes okay, is hold way on. better. Now, when Popeyes and KFC, we, bro. They like they right KFC's there. KFC so. Bland. I don't know about churches. Church is probably number three. Mm. Here's okay. So now we got to do this between Popeyes, KFC, churches. We gotta okay. So who has the top biscuit? Like in what order? Dude, I, I, we recently had KFC and that biscuit. damn KFC biscuit knocked no, my socks off. No, it is Popeye's. <laughs> Popeye's hands down. Popeye's is good too. I love Popeye's. I haven't had Church's in a long time only because Church's is really greasy. But I fuck with Church's mac and cheese. Yeah, everything about Church's is fucking greasy. It's greasy, but it's, <sighs> man. It's good so though. Good. Yeah, so it's good. definitely I think good. That Popeye's, I think that Popeye's has the superior chicken. 
I'm just gonna say that now. We're gonna get this over with. Yeah, you get the you get the <laughs> spicy chicken at Popeyes. Chicken. It's amazing. Popeyes biscuits are only better because they put Seven Up in them. Yeah, well, and the they cheese. They put Seven Up in the biscuits. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. they make them. Oh wow. Huh. Yep. Well, that, that's the acid that's in the Seven Up or something supposed to make it fluffier or whatever. But yeah, they use Seven Up in their biscuits. Um, I've made them before. They didn't come out like theirs because they. It's another secret that they ain't fucking telling people. Mm-hmm. Of course not. When their when their their special Popeyes chicken sandwich came out, I'm telling you, I tried that thing and I understood why the world was like insane right now. Because the they I don't know what they did. I don't know what gods they called upon to come and bless this chicken sandwich. <laughs> Kurt, did you think it was that good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a pretty that, good chicken sandwich. That was the best goddamn chicken sandwich I've ever had. In my the comparison, life. the comparison was always to: is it better than Chick Fil A? Um, I don't think Chick Fil A is overrated. I, I fucking love that chicken biscuit at Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god, chicken biscuit at Chick Fil A! I'm like that motherfucking shit, man. But I, I, I definitely like the chicken sandwich from Popeyes. But there's a donut shop here locally where we live, and. It it ha- I ordered a chicken sandwich from them and it must have been the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. So good, high fi donuts and coffee, chicken sandwich. Oh my! I might have to I might have to come and investigate this. Yeah, I think they I put they do breakfast sandwiches sandwich. on a glazed donut and everything, Haley. Oh, those are those are awesome. I've seen them on Instagram. Oh, them shit. That shit. I had to stop eating them. I was like, all right, now this cannot be good for me at all. After like the second or third one, I was like, I must not go back here because <laughs> there's no fucking way that you can just keep eating fucking donut sandwiches. Haley, she kept sending me pictures of these donut sandwiches she was eating. Oh I'm like, God. what are you doing to yourself? Like, stop I, it. I hate, I hate that shit. I hate when I find a spot that is so fucking dank that I have to not eat there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to make a conscious effort. Like, I cannot go here anymore because this has become a problem. It, it, <laughs> this has become an addiction. It has consumed me. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that because it's like, I think there's a couple spots in the world that I think very fondly of where I'm like, I can't, I can't open that door back up. <laughs> I can't do it. I'll be broke. Yeah, I can't wait to me and Kurt can go back to Boa and have another steak at Boa. Boa Steakhouse in uh, Santa Monica, right on, right on ocean. Oh. And uh, yeah, we went there. We went there for uh, Christmas Eve one year maybe like 2017 20 yeah 2017 okay and it was just an amazing experience and nice. Haley, i've i've found that when you pay a hundred dollars for a steak at a place it's a hundred dollar steak <laughs> well you 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 sweat when you eat it oh yeah kurt got the meat <laughs> kurt got the meat sweats he ordered what did you order a ribeye or something yeah. or in new york yeah Everybody. Yeah, and he was sweating. He was like, I'm, I'm like, damn, boy, you're getting the meat sweats. Oh, man, I felt so uncomfortable. It was like hot. I've, I've uh. never, I've only ever seen the meat sweats once. I've never experienced it, but it was a strange thing to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I I've ever like, experienced it Are you it okay? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, a are thing. You good? <laughs> it's a thing when you can consume too much meat. You fucking start sweating. Your body is like, stop it. <laughs> what fucking are you doing stop to it. me? Yeah, you gotta stop it. Get this poison out of me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it happen to my dad. And I'm thinking, like, because my dad already has like health issues, you know, because he doesn't eat right all the time. And so I'm sitting here like, should I call 911? <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna make it through this meal? And he like, call 911 when I'm done with this shit, girl. <laughs> Wait till I'm finished. Don't call before. Give me this meal. Me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I've never been to a bougie steakhouse before. I'm not a I'm not a big steak person. Yeah. So it's like I I wanna go and have the experience. I really just want to go for the mashed potatoes. Cause I heard like Damn girl, you just houses. eat you cook for a living and you eat simple as hell. I <laughs> 
<laughs> you want Popeyes? You want to go to the steakhouse for the mashed potato? Make the fucking mashed potatoes at home. <laughs> I know, but it's not like fifty dollar mashed potatoes. Hell, like, girl, I can make, I can make potatoes. I can make fifty dollar mashed potatoes. I can too, but it's not the same when you do it. You know what I mean? It's like it's different when somebody does it for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point of the the service part of the industry is that. Um, People pay to sit down and have someone serve them. That's what it comes yeah. down to. I mean, you literally are paying. Like, people who cook for a living can make that same meal at home. But then you're not getting the luxury of sitting down and someone serving you. And that's the part. Exactly. That's what you're tipping. It's, it's like asking a construction worker if they want to help you build a tree house on their day off. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, no. <laughs> I do this shit all day every day can somebody else do it please yeah i mean i enjoy cooking but i do like to go to different restaurants i think one of the my favorite restaurants in portland that me and kirk went to would be maybe sir lee yeah this is all small plates it was a small plate the tapas restaurant yeah and uh, it was uh it was pretty good yeah, we had uh, pork belly and ribs and uh, scallops, and uh, did we have a crab cake too? We had a bunch of small plate stuff, and it was excellent. It, everything was cooked well. Um, the flavor combinations were there. Now, when you leave, you're not full. You probably need to go eat dinner a second time. But the experience right. was amazing, and all the food was cooked perfectly. That was probably one of my favorite restaurants that I've been to here so far. That's awesome. I love tapas. I miss. I miss doing tapas and I miss doing dim sum. Have you guys ever tried dim sum before? I don't think I have. No, negative. It's 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 essentially the same concept as tapas, except it's um, Asian style food. Yeah. It's more specifically like Chinese or Korean. Yeah. Um, but it's just like small plates. And so basically you sit down at the restaurant and there's like maybe, let's say, five wait staff. And they all have carts full of stuff. And all they do is just go from table to table with the carts. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, do you want to try this? Do you want to try this? And so you like, like, let them know what you want off the cart. Let me get sim dum that. Dim sum that. Can I get dim sum of that? Some of dims. That's funny. Yeah. So, so it's like there's, you know, like a soup cart. And then there's like a, a buns and like buns and dumplings and then like meats and sides and then like desserts and they just walk around from they like push these carts from table to table and you tell them what you want and it's just all like small portions that's pretty cool i mean i think it's, that a, it's a fun experience it reminds me of the kobe steakhouse we went to i took kirk to kobe steakhouse for his birthday and um it was super interactive they sit in the middle and they cook for you oh nice so they were like they were throwing shrimp in Kurt's mouth. They were squirting wine in his mouth. They was doing all the type of stuff. <laughs> I know Kirk said he was a little embarrassed, but it was we. It was so much fucking food. First off, and it was interactive. That sounds fun. Haley, they, they made me dance in front of them, and I, 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 I was... Why? They made him shake his butt for his birthday to get him some ice cream. Because <laughs> because Carmen had to tell them that it was my birthday, so they came out and they sang a song, and they're like, now whenever we hit this drum, you gotta, you gotta dance, you gotta do a little dance, or else you're not gonna get this ice cream, the ice cream that I didn't really want to begin with, but, uh, you know, because... That, what? Be- what is... Hold on a minute. Okay. What is, why do you not like why are you never hyped for your birthday i've always like in all the years i've known you i'm always like it's kirk's birthday y'all like it's hype like we're hyped it's kirk's birthday and uh-huh. you're always like thanks yeah thanks. Yeah, yeah like i take him to this beautiful place yeah you had to shake your butt a little bit for some ice cream uh-huh. but it's fun you're supposed to have a good time they're playing the drums for him you are, it's all you for the, him you're the only person i've you're the only person i've ever met who's just like like not hyped on their birthday uh-huh yeah like, I, I feel like the rest of the world is hyped because it's like kirk is a great dude like kurt is the homie and it's his birthday and you're just like yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah that's just the way that i am i guess <laughs> i've always been curious about that maybe that's because you're the only child and you didn't know who you celebrated with just right. your parents yeah 
A lot of the time, yeah. Damn. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, damn, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, they, they don't. <laughs> that sucks. Okay, well, I'm sorry I brought it up. That sucks, but I mean, like I. I don't know. I feel like my birthday is not that big of a deal either. Now that I'm older, it's another day. I think um, I get more excited. I don't know what holiday I get excited about the most. I was pretty excited about this Thanksgiving that passed because I cooked everything. And um, I'm always hyped on Halloween. I think Halloween should be a national holiday. Halloween? I think everybody should get the day off for Halloween. Absolutely. It's the funnest. It is the best holiday like period across the board because there's no rules on Halloween you know what I mean so like you have the opportunity to either like live out a childhood dream or like be a hoe you know what I mean if some people want to go that route which many people do like it's the spectrum to just you, Halloween you give you a license like a dick <laughs> that's true you know that's very Halloween true gives you a license to be anything you want to be yeah, for one well, night, I always and nobody go for I go with a battered woman typically because that's the only thing I can do as far as makeup. As a what? A battered woman, like someone who's been beat up. Yeah. Oh my god, that's all I can do. That's, I can't do that's it. Carmen's go-to Halloween costume. Yeah. is to to give give herself a black eye and say, "Oh, I'm a she, battered woman." Battered woman. <laughs> Like, no, what makes you she, think she that walks, that is correct? She, like, she walks down to the what she does is she walks down to the skate park once a year, talks a bunch of shit to people, and gets yeah. beat up, and then goes, "This is my costume." Here I am. No, that's the because if you take the black, um, like the black makeup, the Halloween makeup, and the red, mm-hmm. you can create like bruises with it, and that's really all I know how to do. Uh-huh. So maybe maybe one year you guys should do like a couple costume where like you're you know you're. Your battered woman, tried and true, and then Kirk dresses up like a car or something. Or he dresses up like Ike Turner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, oh no! <laughs> dress up like Ike Turner. <laughs> I'm walking around oh, like Tina. No, <laughs> like oh, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> oh man, I think I think we should stick with like the bus. <laughs> I feel like I don't think I don't think it would go over well. <laughs> Well, here, I don't think people would recognize Ike and Tina Turner walking down the street. No, That's the thing. So I don't think people here would they recognize don't, they don't have They don't have Tina Turner in Maine? They no. don't have black people in Maine, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I'm the token. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Carmen. <laughs> no, I mean, we have, like a, we have a large African and, like, Nigerian population, but that ain't what the fuck I am. I'm regular black from Detroit. They don't have they, that they, here. They different. They a whole different whole kind of different fucking <laughs> shit. They, I'm not even going to say nothing, but they a whole they different have a, shit. There's a big, there's a big um, African population in Finland um, on Sunday nights uh, at the local club they have what's called afro sundays and all the black people in the entire country show up at the club for afro sundays but they're like african african and so me and my best friend being the black americans that we are trying to like kick it with the the african people they're kind of like what get the fuck away from us right like (laughs) just like who let you in here You're not invited, bitch. You thought because you was in Finland, we was just going to be like, oh, they, they We were are. like, oh, so here's where all the black people be hanging out. And they're like, uh, not y'all. <laughs> That's how it is. Like, I like, remember. Yes, this is where all the black people are hanging out. Who told y'all to come here? <laughs> I, I had a kid tell me one time that um he's like, you have no right to call yourself African-American because you don't know what the fuck we go through. Like. He didn't. He didn't like that. He's like, you guys call yourself African American. You're not African. You're not African. I'm like, I'm sorry yeah. that I got shoes and you've been walking around barefoot for years. That ain't my fucking fault. I I do I do under, like I personally don't identify with the term African American. Oh, you I don't I mean? either. It's like, like African would, you know, like like you're saying, like you know that struggle, you know that experience. Like I view myself as black. Yeah, you know, because that's 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 Americans. Well, why do you think they changed it on like the little um, when you fill out an application or whatever? Mm-hmm, it says black mm-hmm. now instead of African-American because people don't yeah. identify with that. 
yeah, I, I personally have never identified with this whole, like, I need to find my roots in Africa kind of thing. I'm like, I'm an American. Like, it's just what it is. I'm a black Jewish American. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so like bugs. I, I, someone, <laughs> yeah, that too, that part, I'm allergic to mosquitoes. I wouldn't make it really long. I would not last. I would not last in the Sahara, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you you don't think you could compete on Naked and Afraid? Oh, girl, no. I would vote myself off the damn island. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even show up. <laughs> Kirk, what did that black girl that was on there say? What the black girl naked and afraid? What about her? What did she say? About what? <laughs> about her experience when she got bugs on her. What did she say? Oh, she had, she had bugs going like into like her like nether regions. <laughs> Nope. And she nope. was like, she was like crying about it. And she's like, that bug was just inside of me. <laughs> and, the, and, and the dude, the dude was like, what do you say? And she's crying. She's like, that bug was inside of me. <laughs> and then she's oh like, God. I gotta go. That was it. <laughs> yep. How many black people do you really be seeing on these shows? It's not. That's that's the funny thing is. Um, when we talk about like inclusion and representation, we're not talking about those shows. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Black people aren't there because we don't want to be there. No, the only black guy, the black guy that did make it on there, he was like homeless for years. Yeah, he lived. He lived homeless. His his dad died, and then he like lived on the street for a while. And he's like, yeah, I could do this, and he did fine. Yeah, yeah, but he was already homeless, right. so it's like this motherfucker used to sleeping outside. Uh-huh. Like, and all right, he did... I was gonna say, homeless is already naked and afraid. I right. think, yeah. in its own way, it's not as bad, but still, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't make it on there. Just the the bugs alone, and then I need to have oh water, God. man. That bug is back. Oh no. <laughs> the one from last night. The, the bug from last night. Damn, girl. <laughs> what kind of bug is this? <laughs> it's a mosquito. <laughs> That's mad funny. But uh Haley, I think we're coming to the end of this podcast. Oh my god, I forgot we were even doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been chilling on my pork smoke uh, pork. What what the fuck? Porch. <laughs> Smoking with you guys. This has been fun. That's awesome. Um yeah, this has been fun. So we are going to wrap this up and thank you so much for being on an episode of Sweet Gravy. Yeah, Haley, it was great yes. talking to you. Thanks for having me, you guys. Enjoy the, the rest of your afternoon and all of you out there on Spotify. Uh, enjoy 2020 for what we've got left of it. <laughs> oh, man, Haley, we're on Spotify, Google, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music audible uh you can find us at any of those locations yes. all right Great. talk to you later guys all right kisses bye. bye well that was another episode of the sweet gravy podcast if you have any questions or suggestions please go to sweet at gmail.com thank you have a great day